never know how to preach or how to do anything. Just know how to follow the Lord. And He's laid this scripture on my heart. Uh, I guess back back in the week, just a little bit back in the week, there. Uh, maybe been Thursday or Friday, I guess, when it came upon my heart. And uh, this service this morning has been been heavy on me. I mean, uh, uh, they're all heavy, but just seemingly, I don't know why I'm this morning. And it's been it's been a heavy service. Uh, and, and I desire your prayers this morning. I need the Lord's help. Uh, just like we all do, but uh, but but just got a thought or two, and I really don't know how the Lord's going to put all this together. But uh, but just had a thought or two, and and, and I'm going to trust Him. But over in the book of First Kings, uh, we're going to read about maybe in the 14th chapter a little bit. And and, and while you're finding the place there, uh, we're at a place here, and in, in where uh, uh, we realize after Solomon had died. That uh, that, that uh, the Lord sent one of His prophets unto a man by the name of Jeroboam, and He told him, uh, He said that uh, He was going to give him an offer, or going to be in a position to be over ten of the tribes of Israel. And uh, and Rehoboam, the son of, of of Solomon, was 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 getting ready to take the throne, and and the kingdom was getting ready to have a division, and it's what was coming there, and uh, and. Uh, 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 the prophet told him, I'm, I'm going to read this back here before I read that 14th chapter. prophet come, come to uh, Jeroboam. Let me find my place here and I'll read it. On back here, maybe it's in about the 11th chapter. And, and uh, when, the, when the prophet was speaking unto to Jeroboam, he said, "He said, and it and it shall be." It's about the thirty-eighth, maybe thirty-seventh verse. Sorry, I'll read in that eleventh. He said, "And I will take thee, and thou shalt reign according to all that thy soul desireth, and shalt be king over Israel. And it shall be that if thou wilt hearken unto all that I command thee, and walk and wilt walk in my ways, and do that." is right in my sight to keep my statutes and my commandments as David my servant did and I will be with thee and build thee a sure house as I built for David and will give Israel unto thee. And and, and, and the Lord did give him a promise in his life there to Jeroboam and if you read on about him he, he, uh, uh, he came to rule over ten of the tribes there and as he as he went on, he got worried that, that, that if they went back and went to worshiping uh, the way that they once did, that they would turn their hearts from him. And so Jeroboam set up altars, and he and he made the golden uh, caves there, and he made another place for them to worship. And he went and he did exactly what God had told him not to do. He said he would give him a sure house if he would follow him and if he would stay with him. But but we see how Jeroboam. Was was became a deceitful man, and he he created something there for the people to worship, and he distracted them from the real God. And, and in doing these things, he deceived them, and that was the heart of Jeroboam. And when he could have had a great uh, work there in that day, 
he decided to, to follow his own ways and to go his own way. And, 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 and that builds us up to where we're at right here in this, in this 14th chapter a little bit. Uh, because it's, it's truly not Jeroboam so much that I'm wanting to get into, but I want to maybe get into a little bit of Jeroboam's wife. And, 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 and as it come into this right here in the 14th chapter, it said at, at, the, at that time, Abijah, the son of Jeroboam, fell sick. And Jeroboam said to his wife, Arise, I pray thee, and disguise thyself, that thou be not known to be the wife of Jeroboam, and get thee to Shiloh. Behold, there is there is Ahijah the prophet, which told me that I should be king over this people. And take with thee ten loaves and cracknels and a cruise of honey, and go to him. He shall tell thee what shall become of the child." And Jeroboam's wife did so, and arose and went to Shiloh, and came to the house of Ahijah, and Ahijah could not see, for his eyes were set by reason of his age. And the Lord and the Lord said unto Ahijah, Behold, the wife of Jeroboam cometh to ask a thing of thee for her son, and he is sick. For he is sick. Thus and thus shalt thou say unto her, For it shall be when she come in that she shall feign herself to be another woman. And it was so. And when Ahijah heard the sound of her feet as she came in at the door, that he said, Come in, thou wife of Jeroboam. Why feignest thou thyself to be another? For I am sent to thee with heavy tidings. Go tell Jeroboam, this saith the, thus saith the Lord God of Israel, for as much as I exalted thee from among the people and made thee prince over my people Israel and rent the kingdom away from the house of David and gave it to thee, and yet thou hast not been as my servant David, who kept my commandments and who followed me with all his heart to do that only which was right in mine eyes. But thou hast done evil above all that were, that were before thee. For thou hast gone and made thee another God, other gods and molten images. And provoked me to anger. And hast, hast me behind the, and cast me behind thine back. Therefore behold I will bring evil upon the house of Jeroboam. And will cut off. From Jeroboam, him that pisseth against the wall, and him that is shut up and left in Israel, and will take away the raiment of the house of Jeroboam, as a man taketh away dung till it be till it all till it be all gone. And and I'll stop right there for just a little bit. Uh, I got to thinking on these scriptures a little bit, and as the Lord started bringing it to my heart. And you think about you think about the wife of Jeroboam here, and how that she 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 got a commandment from her husband to go down to Ahijah, the prophet of God, the one that that, that, that Jeroboam knew had, had had prophesied unto him the will of God. And at this moment of, of, of trouble in their lives, right there, he told his wife to do something. He sent her down to Ahijah, and he said, "I want you to disguise 
yourself. And he said, I want you to go down there to the man of God. Uh, he was wanting something from the Lord. He was wanting something for that child. But yet he wasn't willing to go the way that he should go. And he sent his wife. And, and, and in that I got to thinking about how that he told her, Conley. He said, he said, I want you to disguise yourself. And and, 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 and and you know what a disguise is? If you look that up, uh, Bobby, that's a false appearance. And, and, and I thought about that as she went in and she went down there uh, to the man of God to try to seek help for her son, Julian. To seek help for that one that was in need. He was down and he was sick. And, and, and no doubt in her heart, uh, that, that woman loved that child. No doubt she wanted to see that child survive, Judy. She wanted this because uh, she done what what what, the, what her husband had told her to do. But she went with a false appearance. She went in trying to be sneaky about the way she was doing it. And and, and as she went down there, and I, I want us to understand something today. I believe a lot of times uh, uh, we come down to the house of God, and I believe we come down to the house of God disguised. We come down here just like Jeroboam's wife. Uh, 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 come to hide you over there. We come in here in a false appearance uh, and we, we're trying to make ourselves a, a look like something that we're truly not. Let's pray just a little bit. I want us to understand something through this CD. The Lord had done prepared this man down there, Shady. He done prepared to hide you down there. This man was blind according to what natural sight is. He couldn't see a thing. But no doubt she could have probably come in there and within himself, Bobby Griffin, she could have fooled him and made him think she was anybody. I want you to understand something about the men of God. I want you to understand something about God Almighty Himself. They ain't a thing you're going to fool him with. They ain't a thing you're going to slip by on him. You might fool Dean Rice. You might fool every deacon of this church. But I promise you this much. God ain't fooled. I'm glad I'm blinded to a whole lot of things. I'm glad I don't know. But I'm going to tell you what, there's one that stirs down in my heart, Trevor. There's one that deals with me on what to preach on Sunday, Wednesday, and then through the other times that we gather together. And there's a word that's sent all morning. I've been a questioning, Lord, why? Why do I have to preach this this morning? I don't know nothing about Mary's soul sitting in this house. I'm glad I don't, but I know one thing. I got visited by the Spirit of God. And He told me to come preach this morning about sitting in the house disguised with a false appearance. want something from the Lord, we're going to have to come in and be who we are. We play a song most of the time in our invitations just as I am. Hey, before we're going to get anything from God either, we're going to have to come just like we are. We ain't going to walk in in a false appearance, in a disguise on our life and get an answer from God.
Daniel sitting in here. It's perfect. Ain't one of us in here that's without sin. I'm going to tell you something. You know what this woman did? She put on a false appearance. But God knew who she was. You know what God did there? He, he prepared the man of God with the words to say. The Bible says when her feet was a coming to the door. Your feet might be coming to the door this morning. God knows who you are. God knows just how we come to church this morning. If we come in here with a pure heart, if we come in here disguised. There's one thing to dress this up in his Sunday best and bring it to church. There's another thing to have that heart where it needs to be. The Bible said there, as she come to him, he told her, he said, Why feignest thyself to be another? And said, for I am sent to thee with heavy tidings. You know what feignest, you know what feign means? To please, to be glad. You know what? She was more than happy to disguise herself to go in there before him. We better be careful how we come down here to the house of God. A lot of times we please ourselves to come in here and act like a child of God. We please ourselves to come in here and have everybody else thinking that we're living a righteous life. It pleases us. We feign ourselves. Why feign ourselves? To come in here deceitfully, knowing we ain't lived where we needed to live, knowing we ain't walked where we needed to walk all the way from. We come in here and we want something from God. Church, I want to see more saved. I want to see this church grow. I want to see God moving through our community. And we're going to have to come in here just as we are. There ain't no need to setting up a falsehood. You want me to tell you something? That don't help nobody. A lie don't help nobody. But getting ourselves where we need to be will help. I thought I thought this morning. You know what? You know what it says over here in the book of Romans? I thought on this scripture on the way to church. He said, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. How do we come in here? Our feet's right at the door. It's right at the door. We walked in here trying to deceive God one more time. We walked in here trying our best, failing ourselves, being pleased just to come in here one more time and to pass off 
for somebody that we're not. You know what the best thing for us is? To believe in our heart and confess with our mouth who we really are. You may be sitting here lost as a goose in a snowstorm this morning. You say everybody in this church thinks I'm saved. You may have been sitting in here and you may have been out of the will of God. For so long you can't remember the last time you felt the Spirit of God. And we come in here and we pass it off and we pass it off. Service after service. Ain't it about time to trust your heart this morning to believe in it and confess with your mouth? Another scripture I want to read. You can bear with me this morning. I'll find it right here in just a second. You just bear with me. It's over in First John, in the third chapter. And it says, it says there about the nineteenth verse, maybe it says, "And hereby we know that we are of the truth, and shall assure our hearts." Before him. For if our heart condemn us. God is greater than our heart. And knoweth all things. Beloved if our heart condemn us not. Then have we confidence. Toward God. How many times do you come in here. And there's something condemning you. Down in your heart. Knowing you ain't where you need to be. Knowing you ain't what you need to be. And your heart's condemning you. Ain't it about time. He said. He said. And whatsoever we ask. We receive of Him because we keep His commandments. Listen. And do those things that are pleasing in His sight. We come down here and we feign ourselves within ourselves. And we please ourselves to, 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 to come down to the house of God in a falsehood sometimes. When we need to be doing the things that pleases God in His sight. And you know what He's not all about? He ain't all about disguising this right here. He's about exposing this old natural man for what it really is. It's old sinful flesh and it ain't worth a hoot. And He's all about getting our heart where it needs to be. That's the most important thing. It ain't dressing up in your Sunday best and tucking your Bible under your arm and making your way to the house of God every Sunday morning. That ain't what God's after. It's a broken heart, Tammy. It's a contract spirit that God wants to see. He don't want to see a false appearance. He don't want to see a white sepulcher full of dead men's bones. We're going to have to humble ourselves. He said, for whatsoever we ask, we receive of Him. Why? Because we keep His commandments and do those things that are pleasing in His sights. Not coming in here with a false appearance of who we are. What good is it going to do if you go over to the hospital and you're bad sick and you got something wrong with you and I slap me on a white coat and come in there and go try to fix you and I'm a bottle mason? What 
this ain't going to do anybody. It's going to make it worse. I'm going to hurt you worse. You want to know what good it is to come in here and look all righteous and act like a Christian? Hey, and look like you're saved? You want to know who you're helping? Nobody. But you want to know what you're doing? You're hurting the very thing that needs you. This woman that I read to you about had a child that was dying. And the man of God told her, he said, by the time you enter into the city, that child will die. She came to him and fought to You can come down here and sit on the pew Sunday after Sunday and Wednesday after Wednesday. You ain't doing your family no good and you ain't doing yourself no good if you don't know the Lord. I thought the scripture over in John where he said, I'm the door. I thought about that and how that how that Ahijah told her right there. And I just heard feet come to the threshold. He told her who she was. Can't you imagine, Daniel, how that gripped a hold of her? About the same way it's gripped a hold of you this morning. When you walked in the house of God, knowing you ain't part of the house of God, and the Lord exposed you right at the door. I believe it stopped her right in her tracks. When you come to the door, he said those that come before him was was thieves and robbers. You're going to have to go through the door to get in a sheepfold. She made it to the threshold. You know what threshold is? Listen, it's the entrance. It's right there at the entrance. Right there where you can get in. When she left that place, Kim, she took her way back. She, she started back. It had been a whole lot easier so she had come before God. Just who she was. Lord, I'm a wife of that wicked Jeroboam that turned his back on you. Lord, I've got a son that I'm here on his behalf. Lord, I don't want him to die. wonder what the story might have went like if she'd have done that. They were preacher, it was just marked down to happen the way it happened. I'm going to tell you something. I mentioned Hezekiah the other day. The Lord sent news to him that he was going to die and not live. But you know what he done? Hey, Hezekiah got real with who he was. And he realized, I may be king over Israel. Hey, but I was beneath the God of heaven. And he turned his face to the wall. And he cried out unto God. And God heard his cry. And he sent the man of God back his way. And added 15 more years to his life. When we come to the door and we get exposed, I'm going to tell you this, you just need to go right on through the door. And just come on in and tell me who you really are. Your heart has to believe. And then confession will be made in salvation. we got to confess who we really are, Amy. 
that we're all sinners in need of salvation. I told you my heart's been heavy this morning. Can we tell you what you're feeling right now? Every one of us is sitting in here. I don't care if you're where you need, think you need to be. There's a fear on you this morning. And it ain't because of me. Because I won't tell you what, i got the same fear on me this morning. There's somebody sitting in the midst of us disguised this morning. Just blending in. And y'all are knocking there on that heart this morning. And tell me who you really are. You're the wife of Jeroboam. And I've got some hard tidings for you this morning. A woman had a child that needed a mama to be who she really was, Danielle. Needed a mama. Instead of her being glad to go down there before the man of God and pretend to be somebody she wasn't, to act like another, you know what that child means? A mama that admitted who she really was. It might be you this morning, you may be a daddy. The Lord needs you to be a daddy and just admit who you are. You may be a sister or a brother, or aunt or an uncle. To come forward to God and tell Him what you really are, than to sit back and try to be something that you're not. You'll be more of a help to this church by admitting what you are. This lady lays back home. I want you to listen. And down there in about the 17th verse of that, that 14th chapter, it said, And Jeroboam's wife arose and departed and came to Tirzah. And when she came to the threshold of the door, to the entrance of the door, the child died. You read on about that. Lord took that child, he's the only child of Jeroboam, to go to the grave. Lord seemed so good in that child. But there was a mother that could have had an impact. There was a mother that could have done something. And every time she come to the threshold, she could have confessed who she was. She got before the door. I thought about it as I was studying this. I thought about Judas. I thought about how that in his heart he had already made it up that he was he was he was he was just going right along with all the other disciples. He was looking like he was part of the twelve and nothing was wrong, everything was the same. But in his heart, he was only looking for what he could get out of the situation. And he feigned himself.
Straight up where he's going to Irvine, where he just, he walked right, right up and he said, him that I kiss. And I thought about that. I thought about a kiss. You know what that is? That's an affection. That's some, some way of just showing a, 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 a love, really, to sort somebody. How many times do we come down here to this church and we betray God with a kiss? Or we come down here and we tell everybody how we love them. It ain't just in this church neither. It's all over. Mm-hmm. And all we're doing is just betraying God with just a little bit of a, an affection. You just turn once he realized what he'd done and he went and he tried to change that. He tried to give that 30 pieces of silver back and they said no. They said that's, that's uh, 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 blood money right there. We don't want it. That man went out and hanged himself. Couldn't live with himself no more. Couldn't make a decision in your life. Either being a child of God or keep disguising himself. And I promise you this there's going to come a day when you betray for the last time. I urge this morning, if you're here, God is dealing with your heart. Get your life where it needs to be. And I'm going to tell you what, that's children that need you. That's a church that needs you. something you can't think fear God. I remember hearing uh, 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 Mike Freeman tell this one time, and I've told it here before, about looking out there at his house in the midst of all the other trees, and he said there was this one dead tree that stood out there. And he said the wind would get to blowing, and he said them trees would get to waving and swaying and moving around, and he said that old dead tree just stood like it was. It couldn't move because there wasn't no life in it. We can come down here and we can pretend to be to be alive. We can pretend to be something we're not. And we can find ourselves to be another. But I'm going to tell you what, when the Spirit gets to moving, an old dead tree will stand still. You know what a live tree will bow? It'll bow. Why feignest thyself to be another? Why come in here disguised? Have we not seen the joy of these little old guns when they got saved? When the Lord's got the moving on them? Have we not seen the joy when they stand up and confess? Oh, that's the first thing I want to hear out of somebody when they kneel down in an altar, Jay. That's what I wanted to hear out of you. When you kneel in that altar, the first thing I look for is when that head comes up, I want to, I want to see I'm saved. You remember, Dana, when you come a leaping off of here? Did he say it? Did he say it? 
It's got to be believed in that heart first. Then with the mouth, confessions made unto salvation. And if you ain't never had that, if you ain't never been reborn and regenerated and felt the true Spirit of God on you, you're coming in here this morning and you're failing yourself to be another. You got your disguise on. I, I believe she had her, she had that disguise. I don't even believe Papa Jericho would have on and recognized her. She got so disguised. Did you know who knew her? God. Ahijah didn't know who she was. I don't know who you are. You can fool me. You can trick me. But that spirit won't. All we can go on is a man's words as far as those things go. I'm going to tell you what the spirit will bear witness if you got it. She got down there. As her steps started coming towards, her feet started coming towards the door. I just told her who she was. Now, wife of Jeroboam, my famous thou to be another. Lord, he called you out this morning. He called you out this morning. You want to know why God put this lady on my heart? Because it's serious. You know what this is not? This is not a game. Reality. You know what was hanging in the balance that day with that woman going down there before him? A child's life. A, a people that needed a king, really, to rule honorably and truthfully. That child's life was hanging in the balance. Seen little life looking at me up there. How much that puts fear down in my soul. If I get up here eating and pretend I'm something I'm not, right there might be the consequence of me putting on a show. Mm -hmm. That little soul right there, as quick as my feet gets to the door, he may die. Why find this thyself to be a man? souls is precious. Young or old in here are precious. I want to be what I'm supposed to be. I'm telling you, when you come to the door this morning, just confess what you are. And you know what he'll say? Come on in. Come on in. That's what it takes to get through the door, Daniel. Don't take the shiny Bible. It don't take the nice clothes. It don't take the bank account. It don't take none of them things. You know what it takes? Confessing yourself before God Almighty of what you truly are. Lord, I'm just a thief and a robber. I don't deserve to get in the side of your sheep fold. Make it to the threshold, you go through the door. And you know what? Once you go through that door, he said that his sheep can go in and out and find pasture. I think 
one thing I do, Trevor. I ain't never been hungry. And I ain't never been. I didn't find I've ever been. just need to be who we are and confess that before God. <coughs> I wouldn't want to do a thing to hurt nobody this morning. I really wouldn't. But God wants us to just admit what we are this morning. It may be short. That's what God gave me this morning. Thank the Lord for his word. I'm going to ask us all to stand.